We are having our first guest. We're joining him, Paul Heiberger. Paul, welcome to Real Presence Live. Good morning. Wow, so good to hear you. So, Paul, <laughs> tell, tell us, where, where, where are you coming to us from today? Where do you live? Okay, I live uh, on a farm uh, northwest of Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Okay. So, okay. Yeah. That's great. That's great. Yeah, I tell you, South Dakota, beautiful country down there. My wife and I, we drive down to see our daughter in Denver. And uh, I tell you what, we, we said if there were, North Dakota is wonderful. We love it. But, you know, there's certain aspects about South Dakota, especially when we might be, uh, say, uh, 10 below in Fargo. And, you know, down there in Sioux Falls, you might be 15 or 20 above. We kind of go, yeah, you know, <laughs> might not be too bad. Or, or probably even better, when we're still down in the 20s and teens and you guys are in the 50s, right? You know, that's nice. But anyway, that's great. I, I grew up on a farm myself, Paul, so that's great. But tell us a little bit about the beauty of farm life and uh, and how it's affected you and your faith. Okay. Well, uh, farm life has given me uh, a connection with, with God, um, you know, through the soil and, and through the livestock that I take care of. And uh, really just, just how these... Uh, mainly in the animals, how, you know, they need to be nurtured and taken care of. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, that's true uh, with animals and people as well. So it's, it's easy to, on a very uh, simple basis, you know, connect with uh, baby calves and baby pigs or, or uh, something that's hurt. And then uh, and to grow that and bring that to people, you know, because it's just such a simple thing. And, you know, really farming is, is all about life. Everything that we do, we're trying to grow life out of the soil and, and create new new life in, in, in the way God has given us, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. that's, that's so true. You know, I, I love that analogy to life, uh, Paul, because obviously... You know everything. You know God created life in, in all in all its forms, right? And I, I can't help but think about uh, being stewards of the land. Again, being from a farm myself, you know we, you know the farm. I should ask you this, Paul: Is are you like on a family farm that that you've had for generations, or is it something that you just bought? Tell us a little bit about the history of your farm. Okay, so the the background is my father was raised on a farm mm-hmm. in the uh, 30s and and 40s. And things were tough back then. And then so he, he actually went to town and got a job. And then uh, um, he moved us out back out to the country in uh, 1973. And I was uh, about 10 years old. Mm-hmm. And so then I wasn't from the farm. So it was probably different for me than for others. And okay. just, just to, to learn how to farm kind of by myself in, in ways, you know, uh, making a lot of mistakes. And uh, they had kind of learning to live with those, and so it was real. It was a uphill struggle at at times, but it's it's, it's been a quite a blessing, especially as I get older and started realizing. At first, it's more of a business attitude, but as I get older, I've been really coming to the realization of, of you know what we're doing out here, and, and maybe more so of what it is that we we should be doing more so. Um, just the connectivity with, with the land and the animals and God is just, you know, slowing down enough to, to do that as I get older. And so my, my farm is a livestock farm and, and, uh, I have six children and, uh, in, in that, uh, they got a lot of good stuff. Mm-hmm. 
from being on the farm. They got to work with their hands, and it's fun to sit around and listen to them. They got lots of stories. They're all they're all in college or or out of college and starting families now of their own. But it's fun to hear some of their uh, stories when they're younger about oh the hard days work that we did and things like that. So. It, it, I think it drew them close to the soil, even though none are, are here farming with me now. They, they, they're they either married to someone who's going to farm or really are, are there, there's three of them in the medical field. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's just that nurturing aspect maybe came through to them. Exactly. You know? No, that that's true. We're talking with Paul Heiberger here about the beauty of of farming and how it influences our faith. You know, I've heard it said in you know many times, and I think it's true that you know the biggest gamblers in the world are farmers. And of course, that's from a secular point of view. Maybe we would say it takes a lot of faith and trust in God in any area of our life. But I think it's especially true in farming because there's so much on the line every year. You're putting literally thousands and thousands of dollars of your money into the ground or into these livestock, hoping and praying that God will give you a return on that. Talk to us about how, how your faith enters into that, Paul. Well, Tim, that is so true. Um, when when you're farming, it, it's, I don't know how you farm without God because mm-hmm. it's, you're just going out there and you have to just trust. And, and I know that if you don't have that trust, things can be very nerve-wracking, especially in a year like this. Uh, so much uh, anxiety out here because we're so far behind in our planting and it's, you know, rain coming and it's, it's just in talking it's, with people, it's like, well, you just, you just have to trust that this, this is the Lord's will. He controls everything. Right. So mm-hmm. it, it, this is, this is just what you have to do, but you're, you're correct. And it's like every, we get so much money wrapped up into farm ground and livestock and trusting from day to day that we'll have grass for the cattle or in a drought or a flood or, you know, um, just just in our farming practices and things like that, how, you know, it is trying to take care of the soil, but not always doing, not always accomplishing, and then there's this struggle, and that's like, you know, you want to do, but then you get caught up in that of like, okay, but I can make more money doing this over here. So there's always that struggle, which is true for no matter what job you have of, well, long-term and short-term things that farmers have to make all these decisions, you know, about finances, about short-term finances, what's best for the land, what's best for your family, what's best for people long-term, you know, chemicals that we use. It's just, there's, it's just can be overwhelming if you, if you let it be, but if you, if you're just still in trust in the Lord in these times and they get anxious, it's just like, okay, he's got a handle on this. It's, it's not like we're going to starve. We just have to trust that this is his will, you know? And mm. so that, that makes uh, a great difference in my life when, when I get anxious. And like I say, as I, as I get older, it's, it's um, I see that more clearly. I don't get quite as anxious as I used to. <laughs> yeah. I appreciate it. We're talking with Paul Heiberger from South Dakota about the beauty of farming and, and faith in God. You know, a couple of things come to mind when you say that, Paul, you know, talked about the anxiety and stress and certainly we, everyone feels of some level of that in their lives. I've heard, you know, in the last 10, 15 years, the farming community, you know, there's farmer suicide rates are up, all this kind of stuff. And you talk about that. That's key because of the stress, because of the anxiety. But when we trust in God, realize that we're stewards of this land, even though you quote unquote own the land, you know that God owns everything. You've said that. And that's such a great point, Paul. And also 
that God calls us to be faithful, not successful. Be faithful, and and the success will come from that. That takes a lot of faith, but I I appreciate you, you doing that, Paul. Let's let's take a little deeper into your family. You talked about how your kids have you know they're out of the house, either in college or past college. What type of legacy do you hope they take with them, and what kind of things can we learn uh, about our faith in God from farming and the farm life, Paul? Well, I, I think farm life will teach you you patience, mm-hmm. um, which is, is such a good virtue, you know, to have with with other people and even with yourself or mm-hmm. or or in our dealings with the Lord. It's like we always want it right now, you know. So yeah. you got patience that that crop will come, or you know, okay, calving time, or or this all this patience is a big thing. I think that um, you can you can get from farming, you know. And a, cl- a closeness to the land, it, it just, um, it seems like the more dirt you get under your fingernails, and I, 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 people in town are the same way. Uh, you know, when you start gardening and things like that, you just you just feel this more closeness to God. You see the, the wonderful fruits that, that grow in your own little garden or out in the field where we do things in a much bigger way, you know, or in that baby calf that's born and is running around bucking and kicking when he's just a couple hours old, and it's just... It's just the the miracle that that life is really. It's just it's, it's and it's the, the the great part about it is you never you really never get tired of seeing that if you slow down enough to, to look at it and say, "Wow, isn't you know, that it's 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 just uh, it's just amazing." I love this time here because all these baby calves and when we used to have pigs, uh, it's just the. the just, just birth and new life is exciting on the farm, and and whether you're maybe if you're a cropper, it's, it's that it's that good uh, crop of corn or beans or wheat or whatever mm-hmm. it is that you do that that um, you know you grow it, you grow it for the Lord, and if it if it if it doesn't come about, um, you just have to be patient and say, well, there's always next year. I mean, there's many years, and this could be one where you're just not going to have a crop or a very small crop because. It's in, the, it's in the hands of the Lord, you know. Mm-hmm. So, so, yeah. so true, great points. We're talking with Paul Heiberger about the beauty of farm life and the faith it brings. You know, I just before we started the show today, Brandon uh, came in and uh, showed me a video he just took this morning. It was great. He lives out uh, in, in a rural area, and uh, he had a video first of the chickens, then the rooster crows, and he pans over to the right, and you can see the sun just coming through the trees. He said it was actually shining on his boots, and so you see this idea of a new day, new life. One of the things that farming really does, it really gives us the, the seasons, doesn't it? Every day is important. The seasons, you know, fall, winter, spring, summer, the idea of the crops growing. We see this cycle of life in everything we do, and I think that really brings it home to us. At least it did for me in farming. Yes, absolutely. The changing of the seasons is uh, it's, it's just so... I, I love living up in the north because we do have a changing of the seasons. Mm-hmm. It's all... It's always that new, the, you know, the harvest and, and the old, oh, the, the, you know, you talk about 20 below zero weather. Was, it's all hunkering down for that or, or preparing your cattle for that, getting them to the right spot out of the wind and making sure they got feed for that day or another day with the storm coming. And it's just all these different changes that, that, um, that the weather brings. And the beauty of spring right now, of course, everybody loves spring. I'm standing here and the birds are singing around me and I'm in a pasture and it's just, you know, it's, it's just quite a blessing to be able to, to actually receive that is this hey this sunshine which we needed so badly you know it's just mm-hmm. like it's 
beautiful, yes. Exactly. I'm sitting there thinking that people pay good money, Paul, to, to get to an environment like you and I lived in every day on the farm. Isn't that something? The peace, the quiet, the tranquility, the closeness to God, right? Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> just, it's just... You're just able to get so close to God out in the country. For me, mm-hmm. you know, that's, I, I just love being out in it and and um, enjoying it, you know. I just, just My favorite thing to do is, is uh, to go check cows in the pasture. We, we do uh, rotational grazing, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, it's just fun to go out there. And now the, they're, they're, the, the birds are nesting. There's duck eggs everywhere and pheasant and the new grass and the baby calves. And you can just be out there and it's so quiet. And it's just like you'd really feel there's a closeness to the Lord in that. And it's just like, you know, that's, that's, I hope that's something that everybody can have at some point in their, their life or have that understanding of what that's like, you know, the quietness of, of the, the solitude and, and, and the prayer that you can have because everything is so quiet when you're out there. It's just, I mean, it's not a said prayer, it's just in your heart. You know? mm-hmm. Yep, I love it. That's great. Well, Paul, we want to thank you so much for taking time out of your busy day here in the morning to really help us to appreciate farming and faith. And I really think whether people are farmers or not, they can take a new appreciation to the simple things that God gives us and the trust we can have in God and the beauty that he gives us each and every day. Paul, thank you so much. Amen to that.